This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hi, good morning, uh, Dimitri. Good morning to all of our blessed and highly favored listeners. It is really, really a huge privilege to be um, with you guys this morning and a huge privilege to even able um, to share with you guys um, with regards to what he's saying, with regards to worldviews from a, a Christian perspective. And, you know, it's, it's, it's um, you know, really exciting times that we are in, and especially with the things that is happening around the world. And, um, you know, there's so much attention, um, you know, when we look at the news, there's so much attention um, with regards to, um, you know, the budget speech and the sonar that has taken place and with regards even to um, still a lot of attention on the Ukraine and 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 uh, Russia matter and so much other things happening around the world. But this week specifically, um, you know, uh, since last week, our attention has really been, or my attention has really been kept on the revival that is, is taking place out uh, where it started out in Asbury um, Asbury University that's out in um, Kentucky um, in the US and it's actually has started to spread to different um, regions and different states and the awesome thing is that it is it is Really, there's an outpouring taking place and it is happening amongst uh, college students. It's happening amongst university students. And, and what really stood out to me is that, you know, when remember when, when you just got saved, how on zeal and how on fire and how bold you were and how, you know, you wanted to just tell the world how much you love Jesus and you know that is that is exactly what is what is busy taking place in this revival, and and you know it's happening a young amongst the younger generation, and um, I was so so um, really you know so impressed and 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 really when I when I read this that that I was really really just in in encouraged about what is happening um, um, out in Asbury where, where um, a lot of um, other ministries from around the U.S. was was actually, around the U.S. was actually sending messages and emails out to the leaders of the ministry there, asking them if they could come and, you know, just uh, take over and, uh, and maybe lead for a while. And there was even a lot of, a lot of uh, media and and news um, people that was actually you know asking can they come and film what is taking place can they come and take pictures of what is taking place and a lot of the leaders they actually said you know the response was listen you guys can come you guys can be a part of what God is busy doing here but we cannot and and we don't feel that we don't sense God is wanting us to showboat and uh, God is wanting us to, 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 to brag and, 
and about what is taking place here because everybody is just that is coming there is just experiencing a mighty move of God and there's healings that's taking place as people that is getting delivered and you know the the, the worship team that was playing there was you know they just started uh, playing praise and worship and it just continued and continued and continued and continued and what is happening these people that is actually just it's like shifts that is taking place where the one is relieving the other one and that is what is currently happening there and the amazing thing is that it's the second time that it, uh, that revival broke loose in asbury so something that they are doing there they are doing right and and another thing that I want to say to you is that we prophesied and we spoke about this. We said that as soon as the people or the body of Christ comes into true unity, uh, that is when revival will break loose. And here revival is broken loose when everybody has come into unity and come into agreement. And, and, and you know, just in, in worshiping and lifting up the name of Jesus. And I'm really, really excited about this. But the other thing that that I really want to speak about is what God has been reminding me about, and that is to tell His people, to remind His people about the covenant that we are in with Him. A lot of us don't realize that when you translate the word covenant, in you go to the Hebrew meaning uh, covenant, and it's actually translated to testament, meaning the Old Testament, it's the Old Covenant, and the New Testament, it's the New Covenant with God. And a lot of us don't realize that when we go into covenant with God, not only does God transform and renew our minds daily, but it's uh, or assist us with regards to that. It is us that need to renew our minds daily, but it's Him that also helps us with the process of where God actually turns our hearts of stone, our stony hearts into hearts of flesh. As David cried out, God remove from me this heart of stone and give me a heart of flesh. And even, you know, when, 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 when Jesus was upon the earth, no one actually realizes this, but when Jesus was upon the earth, he came and it was over 300 prophecies that he came and he fulfilled. Can you imagine that where one man is actually walking upon the earth and he's fulfilling over 300 prophecies? And it is simply because he was in covenant with God. And how much of us actually realize that, you know, when we go into covenant, that's almost like when you sign, you buy a new car and you sign a contract or agreement with that, 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 that dealership with regards to you paying um, off that car or with regards to you buying a house and signing for the house or making a loan or uh, a cell phone or whatever it is. As soon as you sign that thing, you go into covenant with that person. You go into covenant with that person. And when we look at another thing that stood out for me was that, you know, in, in Luke 4, where, you know, Jesus always went, into synagogues and went to go in and do teaching and went to to do all sorts of things but here in Luke 4 Jesus actually went to the synagogue he was sitting down and all of a sudden he stood up he went and opened the book 
and read from Isaiah, and this is what he read. He said in Luke 4 from his 18, he said, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of the sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. But, but no one really uh, realizes when we read further, the Bible says he then closed the book and handed it back to the servant and sat down. And in Jewish custom, when you when when a man sits down, it represents his work is finished. So when what Jesus was actually doing, after he read out of the book of Isaiah, he actually uh, showed a practical thing. He actually went, he handed the word of God over to the servant. He was actually saying, this is the word of God and this is what God is saying. So you need to continue, as he was handing that book over, he was saying, you need to continue with this work, and as he went to go sit down, he was actually showing the showing the people in the synagogue that as he is sitting, this will be his rightful place, because he shall be seated next to the right hand of the Father. You see, church, in the Old Testament, it speaks about how priests needed to go into uh, the temples, and once a year they needed to go and put goat or bull's blood onto the altar. Why? Because this was a temporal thing. But because of the blood of Jesus, Jesus came and Jesus made it a permanent thing. Because Jesus' blood was shed for us, that they, we, we don't need priests to go into the temple on our behalf anymore once a year to go and, and, and put things on the altar. Because the blood of Jesus still speaks today on our behalf. The blood of Jesus still speaks on our behalf tomorrow. The blood of Jesus still speaks on our behalf forever and forevermore. Church uh, or, 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 or listeners, you know, uh, covenant, when it comes to covenant, there needs to be fruits of our covenant. There needs to be purity with regards to to our covenant and what a lot of us don't realize is there is covenant terms meaning that we cannot say we are blood washed but we still want to continue continue loving lives in sin we want to continue doing things that is pulling us or drawing us away from who god truly is what do we think that the outcome will be if we know about our covenant terms, but we still want to live our lives in sin? There's spiritual law when it comes to seed time and harvest, as long as the earth remains, whatever we sow, we shall then reap. We need to really, really take this serious. And when we speak about even about, uh, you know, applying wisdom. Wisdom is applied knowledge. But we cannot say we have passion and we have love for Jesus, but we do not have passion and love towards those that is lost and bound towards the church. And I'm to say, if we are in true covenant with God, 
true covenant with God, our hearing from Him will become clearer. We will be in tune with Him. We will be in sync with Him. We will become sharp in the Spirit because above else we chose covenant with Him. And I want to remind you about your covenant today. Is it not when you accepted Jesus, is it not you that confessed or is it not us that confessed that Jesus went to the cross, that Jesus died for us, that Jesus, uh, His blood flowed for us, that Jesus rose for us? And did we not say that the Holy Spirit must come and live inside of us? Did we not say, Father, thank you for forgiving our sins, for washing us clean, for washing us whiter than snow? Did we not thank God for our name that is now written in the Lamb's book of life, meaning we are in covenant with Him? Did we not say that? So this morning, I want to say to each and every one of our listeners, let us go back to that place where we remind ourselves about our covenant terms and remind ourselves about our covenant with God. And I want to say to, 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 to us uh, this morning, I want to say to wherever, and I know this message is meant for someone, I want to say to you this morning, you might of of felt that you lost that fire and that you lost that zeal i want to say to you that god is saying that you should just take up and pick up your cross be reminded about the covenant you have with god and i want to say to you there is no devil from the pit of hell that will be able to Cancel out the covenant you have with God. The Bible says that there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ. I want to say to you that your time has come to pick up your cross and to remember your covenant with God and to continue then doing what God has called you to do. God is not a respecter of man. God is not a respecter of any title. But what I want to say to you is that there is a purpose, a true purpose that God has called you into. I want to say to you now, to each and every one of our listeners, I want to say to you that the time has come where God wants to use you in a great and mighty way. Pick up your cross. I want to say to you, remember your covenant terms and allow God to lead your life again. That is what the Lord has laid upon my heart uh, this week, uh, Dimitri, and to our listeners. And I want to say to you guys, have an awesome, awesome weekend. And be blessed until next week. God bless you guys. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.